Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. The mineral hematite has shaped civilizations for thousands of years. It was first used as the main pigment in cave paintings, often having a reddish hue, a signature trait of hematite. Later, it was, and still is, the primary source of iron, shifting the world out of the Stone Age and into the Iron Age and beyond. While hematite comes in many different shapes, sizes, colors, and forms, it always streaks red, garnering its name, which is based on a Greek root for blood, and the nickname bloodstone. Hematite can appear steel gray, black, brown, or red, and can shine in the form of metallic crystals or show up as dull, reddish, rough rocks. And hematite isn't exclusive to Earth. It's the main reason that the planet Mars is red. Roughly 10 to 15% of its soil is made up of the mineral. Fine-grained hematite is dispersed around Mars during its many seasonal dust storms. In its base form, hematite is an iron oxide, composed of iron and oxygen. As one of the most abundant minerals on the planet Earth, it's perfect for mining to produce iron and iron-based derivatives like steel. But even though it's plentiful, hematite isn't usually found on Earth on its own. Rather, it's generally found mixed together with other minerals, like magnetite. For the article this episode is based on, HowStuffWorks spoke by email with Brad LeBlanc, senior geoscientist for Sweet Lake Land and Oil, an oil refinery in Louisiana. He explained that hematite, quote, forms as a reaction of hot magmas with surrounding materials and likely eroded into concentrated layers of down-dip sedimentary beds, separating out via gravity distribution. Hematite can also precipitate out of lake waters, forming a bed on lake bottoms. As hematite can be formed in different ways, it can have different physical traits. This can make it rather hard to identify based on just appearance alone. Intuitively, it's not easy to think that a rainbow metallic crystal is actually the same kind of mineral as a rough black specimen. But these are both forms of hematite. The mineral does have that big tell, though. Regardless of how it looks, due to its high iron and oxygen content, when it's scratched against anything, it always leaves a reddish-brown powder. So, how did our planet wind up with so much hematite? Back when Earth was covered in primordial oceans, about two and a half billion years ago, there was an abundance of iron in the water. When early aquatic plant life that could process sunlight and undergo photosynthesis started forming, the oceans began filling with oxygen. This oxygen bound with the iron in the water, forming rust particles. Over time, these sank to the bottom of the ocean's floor, compressing into banded iron deposits, which are the primary source of hematite today. This accumulation continued for hundreds of millions of years. Along with hematite in these sedimentary iron deposits, there's also magnetite, another primary source of iron. The mixing of these two minerals in different quantities is one of the ways hematite can take on different forms. While hematite is mainly mined for iron, there are several other uses for the mineral going back to the earliest civilizations. As we briefly discussed above, hematite is one of the main ingredients of red ochre, a pigment used for paints, makeup, glazes, and early cave drawings in Paleolithic eras. A red ochre was also used in paintings of the Renaissance era. Since hematite can present itself in crystalline forms, it's also used in jewelry. 
when polished or tumbled, the mineral can give off a smooth metallic appearance, making it perfect for beads of all shapes and sizes. The mineral has also been used as a healing stone, sometimes said to bring relief from medical problems like anemia, leg cramps, and insomnia, though there's no scientific proof of any of that. But there is a real medical use for hematite. It can stop x-rays, and so is used in radiation shielding for medical equipment. But these other uses of hematite don't make up a significant portion of the mineral's use overall, not when compared with iron production. While hematite can be found virtually everywhere in the world, large quantities of it are mined in places like China, Brazil, Venezuela, Australia, and South Africa, as well as across the U.S. and Canada. Some of those mines remove more than 100 million tons of iron ore every year, including hematite, magnetite, and other products. Today's episode is based on the article Hematite, the shape-shifting mineral used from the Stone Age to today on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Trevor English. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 